We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. So tourist food, this is kind of a vague topic for food hour, but that gives you a lot of flexibility in terms of how you want to think about it. For example, tourists coming into Connecticut. What do they want? Why do they want it? What do you think about what they want? I tend to look at tourists as being dumb about food. They tend to stroll into town and go to the place that's the most famous. But if you're local, you know the most famous one isn't necessarily the best one. It can be. Tourists might come in from a place that doesn't have any water and they go to the coast and they want to... uh, They just go into any place that sells fish and, you know, or any restaurant that's a fish restaurant. Closest to the water, view of the water, they'll pay the price for the view. They don't even know that you pay double to have the view sometimes. And my rule of thumb is you don't want to. You don't want to go to a restaurant on the water because you're paying a lot and and, uh, they're selling you the real estate more than they are the food a lot of the time. Or you're going to a clam shack, but it's not, uh, you don't know anything if you're a tourist about about fried clams or about chowder. And when you travel somewhere else, like you go to Philadelphia, Anthony says you have to, you have, to get a cheesesteak if you go there. Really? Is that all Philly has to offer, Anthony? No, it's cheese not. Cheesesteak? So say- why should I get a cheesesteak when I go there? It's the cliche thing to get, but it is Really good. Like, Philly has great bread, and that's the only reason they're known for the cheesesteak. Really? So it's Just because of the bread? Yeah. I mean, so that's the, the biggest reason. the steak and the reason. cheese part aren't particularly good. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I probably like a roast pork sandwich better, uh-huh. which is uh, roast pork, broccoli rob, sharp provolone, and that, this is, this that's is my personal. Better. This is my personal peeve about tourist stuff, is that it's selling you the cliché. Like, where does everybody go when they go to Philadelphia? Do they go to the... the... It's like Pat's or Gino's down in South Philly. There's two big shops where they, like, first started, and that's, you know... That's, that's where the, the cheesesteak thing caught on? Yeah, it's like the cliche thing. Like, it's if you know someone from Philly, they won't tell you they go to Pat's or Gino's. You know, it's like all tourists that go there. Oh, but they will go... They'll go there to the tourist place, but they won't admit it? Cause it's no, no, I'm saying... They it's it's kind of like uh, they talk down upon it, you know. 
Like nobody wants to be like, oh, Geno's or Pats is my favorite because that's what, you know, that's what someone not from Philly would say. Anyway, this is topic number one for Food Hour. Taurus food. Your thoughts, your ideas. Have you been places where you love the tourist food? 860-522-9842. Now it's time for Order Up, served by Carboni's Hospitality. WTIC. How about those people at Carboni's being a sponsor? That's pretty cool. You don't say Carbones, don't you? Isn't it Carbones? Yeah, it is Carbones. So what are we doing with that? 860-522-9842. I got a, an email from uh, Doug, and he says, Anthony, just want you to know, my daughter and her friends had Philly cheesesteak grinders. Stop. Grinders. And they all said they were terrible. But where do they have them? Well, grinders, also, if you're calling it a grinder, it's not a real cheesesteak. You don't because. put a, a grinder, that's like you put it in the oven, like a chicken parm grinder. Like, you don't do that. That's a, The roll should be good enough that you don't have to do that. So what is the preparation of a Philly cheesesteak then? Oh, uh, you get a nice Italian roll, seeded preferably, and then you cut the roll in half. You scoop the roll so there's less bread on the half. Oh, I like on this. The half. Yeah, and more and then, room for there's like a trough. For yeah, kind of like a little a gap for the meat to sit. And then mm-hmm. uh, I like getting it with fried onions, provolone cheese, and hot peppers. That That's sounds, how I get it. That sounds like something you could live with. It's good, yeah. Anthony, well, so so the idea is tourist food, uh, and and cheesesteak, of course, is one of those tourist categories for Philly. And because Anthony grew up in Philly, he's in love with Philly. But we don't have to just talk about that. We can talk about any region like here or Florida. What's tourist food in Florida? They've got um, alligator. <laughs> no, no, but you're close. Crab, stone crab. Yeah. You ever yeah. hear of that? Yeah. I Whatever have heard that, that is. Yeah. It's a poor facsimile, I think, for uh, for lobster. But anyway, they love it down there. Juan in East Hartford. Hello, Juan. Hello, Top. But do you have key lime pie in Key West? Oh, key lime pie is a great tourist food. But are key limes actually any better than regular limes? They're very, very tart. That's the story we hear, yes. You have, the obviously, the lobster rolls up in, in Maine, the crab cakes down in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, crab cakes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's say the gumbo down in Louisiana, that's delicious. Gumbo in Louisiana. I've never been to Louisiana. I don't actually have any interest in going, but the gumbo could get me there. That's, I hear southern cooking is, is it's got that, that sexuality to it. That, have you ever had shrimp and grits down in, like, Alabama? I've had the Valley, Georgia. I had the best shrimp and grits. Fresh, close to the Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's the other one. The, the shrimp of the Gulf of Mexico, all the way from Texas to to Florida. Great shrimp, and uh, the the grits was just phenomenal. You know, all heirloom corn grits. It, it was, so grits is just like uh, it's a cornmeal thing. It's it's polenta. 
Yeah, same. Is runny same. polenta. Runny. So so theirs is always liquid, and the polenta is is uh. Or it's got a little more of a, up. of a consistency to it. Yeah. You know, but you know, it's, it's. So do you have a favorite tourist food one when you where you eat like a a dopey tourist when you go to that place? My favorite tourist road is is the road the little road holes with grills outside. You mean like in uh, in barbecue country? Yeah, like I was in Lexington, Kentucky on Monday. Or Monday, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Thursday. I forgot what. We day won't quibble over I'm the so day. Busy. I was there, and I, I we were on our way to a chicken place, and we drove by this place that had like six grills outside. Wow! And we immediately looked. Myself and my my front my buddy who's uh, uh, Bruce Manelli's nephew from Manelli's Catering. He looked at it, I looked at it, and we both looked at each other, and we said, we got to turn around and go to that place. Good decision. Yeah. Was the food good? Oh, I haven't had tongue that was cooked so good. It was a, it was a Mexican store, supermarket, meat market, and they were grilling these chickens that were phenomenal. We, we picked up a chicken with, the, with beans and rice, some tongue, some, some tortillas, and we were just eating it up at the airport it was so good that's but awesome that's, that's tourist food you find the, the best yes. food at all these tourist places they're not the shiny beautiful big right. things they're usually the little holes in the, the gritty local places yes. yes all right thank you for that one you're welcome have yourself a great weekend Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. darren is in suffield hi darren hello how are you Thanks for the call, sir. What tourist food appeals to you? It would have to be a uh, a lobster roll on Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. Now, do you do you find that different than if you were on the on the shore in Connecticut? Well, uh, apparently, every sign that you see in Cape Cod says the best lobster roll on the Cape. Yes, but and then they in Maine they all say the best lobster roll in Maine, and in so how Ken- do you how do you how, who, there has to be just one best, right? Well, that but everybody claims it, so it's up to you to decide. So you have to try every place. Yeah, but so my wife and I were on vacation last week in on the Cape, mm-hmm. and, and uh, my, my wife wants to stop to get a lobster roll on the way home. Okay. Uh, we stopped at, a, at one of the lobster shacks, and... Uh, you wouldn't it's 32.99 I, I was going to say 35 so it's gone down a little bit that's good smokes can you believe that we didn't get one good good decision what did you get uh nothing <laughs> bad decision it's, it's a lobster roll or nothing <laughs> that's funny well yeah they went up a lot lobster got more expensive this year and i i suppose part of it's got to do with the inflation and and gas for the lobster fishermen being a lot more expensive and other stuff like that. But that's too bad. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. (laughs) Well, anyway, appreciate you uh, sharing the story. All right, cool. Thank you, Darren. 860-522-9842. Tourist food. Deborah, what do you like? Todd, I've got to tell you about a dish I think of several times a year. It's on the north coast of the Dominican Republic, where the Dutch settled years and years ago. And it's um, a place called uh, Casa 
a puppy. And they serve a dish that's in a flat pan with two handles, kind of like a paella dish. Mm -hmm. And it has shrimp or lobster, and they only... You can only catch lobster there at a certain time of year. Otherwise, it's banned. But um, the sauce on it is a cream sauce, and it's just remarkable. They serve it with a ton of lime wedges, and it's it's refreshing and different. It's almost like it has a an anise in it or something like that. Like I've never tasted anything like it. So they're taking pieces of lobster or shrimp. Putting them on a pan with what? Cheese or sauce or what no, else no, is in no. there? No, no, it's, it's it. they they grill the shrimp and they I mean or the lobster, you know they cut them in half. The lobster, the shrimp they serve with the head on, and then they lay them out in a circular motion like the sun in the pan, and then they um they it's cooked in this cream sauce, and it's a very light cream sauce. But it has herbs and uh, light chopped vegetables in it, but very small. So you're getting basically the, the just the meat of the, the seafood. Yep. And then they serve it with a, a rice, you know, a white rice. Yeah, that sounds but nice. Similar remarkable. to uh, what Mexican food might do. No, not no? at all. No, not at, not all. at all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it at all. Yeah, I know. I never saw anything like it before either. That's why... So you what's know, it called? Um, the restaurant is called Casa de Papi. No, the dish, and though. Oh, just a lap, just their lobster shrimp. Okay. You know, very simple. But uh, the restaurant's very small, a uh, few indoor, you know, places. It's right on the beach, right on the beach. Which sounds beautiful all by itself. Yeah, it's gorgeous. You know, it's just stunning. Deborah, thank you. My pleasure. Have a Pre- great weekend. You too. Appreciate hearing from you. There's, um, you know, there's a nice thing. One of the nice things about being a tourist in places like an island where it's a different country and they might be poor, and if they're poor, they might not have the regulations. There might not be as much government uh, protection, quote-unquote. And that means places can be funkier. Even in in Florida, we were at a place once. It was a, I don't know if it's still there because it might have been washed away, but it was a grandfathered-in building. that was It sat right on the beach, like in the sand, far enough away from the water so it didn't get hit. But, boy, what a location. You, you can find places that are very unusual that you don't get to experience here. Tourist food. Any good experiences, any good uh, or any bad ones, any places you went and you couldn't find anything that they advertised that was good? Paul in Waterbury, hi. Uh, hi, Todd. Thanks for taking my call. I, yeah, I wanted to talk about um, a place on Long Island, and it is part of a beautiful evening trip. It's like an, an afternoon or an evening vacation. I've done this Five or six times, I've taken the boat, the ferry boat from Bridgeport to Port Jefferson, Long Island. Mm-hmm. And Port Jefferson is like a Cape Cod town. It's like a perfect Cape Cod town. It takes an hour to get over on the boat. There's a place called the Steam Room there that has fantastic uh, seafood. And it's counter service. 
And there's this, I had a, a, a piece of a shark, uh, uh, salmon, salmon steak. And it was just fantastic. And salmon is the type of food that actually gives you a big energy boost. Really? And, salmon gives you, know, you yeah, an energy boost? It, it gives you, a, it's an amazing mood-lifting food and energy-boosting food. And I can remember, I would see this woman occasionally, and I'd have my salmon steak at the steam room. And I come back on the boat, and I'm feeling like I'm in the salmon high. I'm just having a great time smelling <laughs> the sea air and, and bopping around the boat. Just feeling terrific because of the energy, energizing components of the salmon uh, steaks. I just thought I'd add that. It's a perfect, if you can't afford the Cape Cod trip for a week, but you want to have a taste of summer, take that boat to Long Island to pour the perfect Cape Cod town on Long Island with the candy shops and the, and the archy crafty place. You're saying just a day trip? Yeah, it's a beautiful day trip. It's, it's, it's a great dinner trip. Is this that little, is this a little ferry that just takes a couple of cars? No, it's not a little ferry, Todd. It's a big ferry. This okay. is a commuter ferry, but it's a beautiful ferry boat. They have a snack bar on board if you want to get a drink or a cocktail, get mm-hmm. up on the top deck, enjoy the sea air. You get a nice ride over to Port Jefferson, have dinner. The steam room is very well known as one of the best places to have seafood, and it's reasonable as heck. I think it cost me 12 bucks for a salmon steak dinner, you know. Uh, but it's a magical trip, and I, I've got to do it before the – the summer ends here, but uh, well, you've got about twenty minutes. I know, I know. Again, I, I missed the boat. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> well, th- th- thanks for taking my call, Todd. Paul, have a great weekend. Thank you for the call. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. You have a favorite seafood, tourist seafood, Anthony? A thing you associate with uh, with New England or someplace else? I tend to avoid lobster. Because of the price? It's overpriced, and half the time it's not done the right way. Um, Even if it's done the right way, I don't think it's the most exciting food in the world. Yeah, it's not. It's it's, so, it's, it's almost it's like a status the, thing. It's unique, regionally unique, so it makes sense that it would be that tourists would want to have it. Yeah, I mean, I do like it. I think it's a little overrated. Uh, I kind of aim for I love a good crab cake sandwich. I like scallops a lot. I like shrimp. I don't know, even like just some nice cod, like fish sticks or a fish sandwich, like fresh, you know, just fried. So good. I like salmon, too. I don't know. I'm not picky at all. You're not. Yes, you just <laughs> like food. I'm I'm thinking um, of myself. With, I like just nice, fresh fish. I want it to be fresh. There, are, There is fish I don't like, but uh, I'm pretty flexible on any of the white stuff, you know, that just has a nice texture to it and is fresh doesn't smell or have that kind of that kind of uh, attitude toward towards it that it, it might be fresh tuna to being eaten fresh tuna might be my favorite fresh that, tuna that's is hard amazing. To, it's hard to kill uh, or yeah it's hard to mess that up really well you could overcook it really yeah. easily yeah and which uh, sometimes happens it just needs to be on there for like 20 seconds each side yeah <laughs> that's yes. it that's how I look at it, too. 860 It's our food hour. Order up. Brought to you by Carbones. And we are talking about tourist food. It can be here. It can be there. You pick your spot. Tell us a story about uh, food you like, don't like, whatever. 
Let's get a traffic update. The BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher loves all food, so he can't really critique. Speaking of Carbones, yeah. guess where I'm going to dinner tonight? Stop. Which Carbones one? Prime in Rocky Hill. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Are you and getting like a big steak? I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be, I'm a, you know me, I'm a plain Jane eater. It'll be a steak. It'll be uh, chicken parm or maybe some uh, some sort of pasta dish. I don't know. <laughs> and speaking of Carbone's Prime, we want to wish Mary Beth, who's a legend at Carbone's, a uh, very happy birthday today. She's celebrating a birthday, so happy birthday to you, Mary Listen Beth. Listen to you. What, are you a prep cook there? No, no, no. <laughs> no, you wouldn't want me in the kitchen. I could probably clear tables there, but that'd be as far as they'd let me go there. Vinny would say, no, no. Get away, get away, get out of the kitchen. We don't need your help. <laughs> Him and Paul, Vinny and Paul would throw me out of there Go in a to second. the traffic center. Hey, if you guys are, yeah, exactly. <laughs> go, go back to your basement. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Chicken parm to guilty pleasures. It's call us at 860-522-9842. It's order up our food and restaurant show brought to you by Carbones. We're talking about tourist food. Doesn't have to just be your favorite, could be anything that inspires you about tourist food. Maybe a story you want to tell us. Mark in Berlin. Hi Mark. How you doing, Todd? I was a tourist last week in uh, Nova Scotia, and in Digby, Nova Scotia, that's the scallop capital of the world, and they were fantastic. I had those with a side of deep-fried whole-belly clams uh, <laughs> sitting at the restaurant looking out on the uh, on the fisherman's wharf, so it was very good. Then we took a boat back to uh, Bar Harbor, Maine, and had a, had a, a dish there that was uh, piled high with... Uh, um, deep-fried um, scallops and uh, clams and um, and uh, fish, too. So out that way, the uh, fish and chips is very plentiful. They give you very generous portions. So uh, in terms of cost, was it similar both places? 
uh, a little bit more expensive in Nova Scotia, and and I don't remember the the amount because I really didn't care. I was on vacation, and I was mm-hmm. having those scallops. But you were just going thing, for it. Yeah, that's it. And one thing uh, different though, if you buy scallops in, in a restaurant around here, they'll give you four, maybe five. There, there was a dozen, and uh, and that was for lunch. So same uh, size, the big ones. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were actually a little bit smaller, but they weren't like bay scallops. They were yeah. they were ocean scallops. So, yeah, they were excellent. So, that's I, I would good. Recommend it. Thank you for that little tip. Yep. Appreciate it, Mark. Have a good weekend. Long weekend, holiday weekend, and uh, let's try Neil in Bristol. Hi, Neil. Hey, how are you? Um, I, this is a quick story coming from um, when I was a local. I was stationed in uh, Oklahoma City for three years, mm-hmm. and Texas, Oklahoma, and all the other hot spots around for barbecue. And barbecue out there, there was a there was actually kind of a chain thing. It was like fast food for barbecue, which was hideous, but that's where <laughs> a lot of people went to get uh-huh. barbecue, and it made no sense because all you got to do is be there for a little while, talk to a few people, as anywhere, and where's the best barbecue? And there was a place there we found, and it was amazing. But the best place I ever found when I was just tooling around Oklahoma and I was up in the panhandle, I found a barbecue shack. It was literally a wood shack that was falling down around you. This huge old smoker. You walked in the right side. You ordered. You got it. You paid. They served it to you on a newspaper. I love Old it. Old newspaper, and you walked out smelling like smoke. You could barely see because the smoke is everywhere. Beautiful. Just, they, they had the best barbecue at a picnic table in, in the panhandle of Oklahoma. Absolutely amazing. Great story, Neil. Thank you for sharing that one. 860-522-9842. We'll take more calls on tourist food. Coming up on WTIC, Mark Christopher in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Now, order up. Every Friday from 5 to 6 on the Todd Feinberg Show, served by Carbone's Hospitality. Liberty, freedom, and food. Order up! Call us at 860-522-9842. Okay, okay, this is fun. Tourist food baby. Rick and Cheshire, thank you for your patience, sir. Todd, good afternoon. If there are any fans of mussels out there, I want to give everybody the place to go. And that is the Coast Guard House in Narragansett, Rhode Island. Best mussels around. Without a That's, is that an actual Coast Guard house, or is that just the name of the restaurant? It's the name of the restaurant. It's a legendary um, restaurant right on the water, right off of Narragansett Beach. I love Rhode Island. I don't like their politics, but I love uh, visiting, and the mussels there, without a doubt, are some of the best. And I kind of am a mussel snob, so they're really good, on point every time. Uh, and how do they prepare them that you like? Uh, the broth, really really what it comes down to with me, uh, the freshness of the mussel and the broth in which that they um, serve them in. And the broth there, you can't get enough toast to soak up the broth. It's so good. <laughs> well, that sounds pretty delightful. If you're ever in that area, guarantee great meal. Me what do they serve them with? The mussels, they're just in broth and, and some uh, toast sticks, you know, some uh, garlicky kind of. And that's it, no french fries or some kind of side no, thing? No, sir. Okay. 
Good. Thank you, Rick. I love muscles. Yeah, muscles are grand. They're not like, I mean, that Oklahoma thing stands out for me. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That sounds pretty amazing. But muscles are good. They're common here, so I, for me, they're not quite as exciting. Scott in Hartford, hi. Hey, how you doing, Todd? What's up? You know, I'll tell you a couple of little, what you call an accidental tourist. I travel probably, not probably, I travel about nine months of the year for work. So I'm in a different place, you know, all the time. Travel like One regionally thing, or all over the country? All over the world. All over the world, wow. So, you know, uh, one thing that I, I throw out to your, to your listeners uh, that I learned a long time ago, I created an account with TripAdvisor. Read through TripAdvisor and, and, and read deep into some of the, the, the reviews and, and, and what's going on. People leave good, solid reviews, and you'll find some of the best local food uh, on TripAdvisor. Um, of, of course, the paid ads come up first, but when you read the reviews, that's when you find the good stuff, okay? And I got another little trick that I do. i tell you a little story. When I was a kid, my grandfather and I used to go places, and he used to just arbitrarily three lefts, four rights, three lefts, and we'd end up in the middle of nowhere and <laughs> Wait, find something. Come on, really? He would just do three and three and see where you were? he just figure out where he was, and we found some of the best things. So not that long ago, um, I'm out in, in, in Prague, Prague, Czech Republic, Mm-hmm. And I'm with some business people, and we go out to dinner. I should, it was my first trip to Prague, and we go out to dinner, and we go to this place called the um, Royale Grill. I walk into it. it it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a freaking, um, what do you call it, Ruth Chris, which is great, but, you know, I can get the Ruth Chris anywhere. And, and, and Are you saying it's and, just like a Ruth Chris, or, or, it's, or it's, it's identical? It's just like a Ruth Chris. If you open the menu, it's you know it, it's based on Ruth Chris. Mm-hmm. Ruth, Ruth Chris. So they anyway, ripped them off. That's cool. Off. Well, you know what? Listen, if I want Ruth Chris, I'll, I'll get it in Connecticut. You know, True. I'm going to the Berlin Turnpike and get it. So anyway, I did my left, right, left. I was walking one night, and uh, I found this place called Onan. But uh, not only was the food delicious, I walked in, and, and I got a little off the beaten path, so their English wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. But, but we, we muddled through it. Uh, some of the best food I ever had, but talking to people in the stories, uh, one of my servers only had one arm. And the reason he had one arm is because, you know, when the Russian invasion, the Russian made his, his uh, father work in uranium mines. And, and listening to the stories of these people when you get off the beaten path in these different regions is makes the food even better. Now, see this, Scott, I love what you do. And I love that your grandfather instilled this habit in you because the worst thing for me personally is to go to where the tourists are and and to the tourist attractions. I want to be able to have those experiences that you're describing. It's it makes life worth living. You know what? Who wants to go to a tourist place? You know. Cisco food is really what it comes down to. Well, yes, and 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 uh, done with an intention of not being the the genuine food of the place you're going to, but the thing that tourists expect because a gap develops over time. Correct, correct. And, and, to, and just to follow up on that story, so the next night uh, after I went by myself to the Sonon, I went to my business colleague and said, you guys got to come with me and try this place. I took him there. And now I go there every probably six months. That's a must stop. And all my colleagues, oh, we got to go there. We got, we love this place. That's love great. This place. 
Now, uh, what's the style of food that we're talking about in Czechoslovakia? Uh, this happens to be they, the the Onan is like a tapas menu. They have octopus. Um, what else do they have? Which which kind of shocked me that they had octopus grilled uh, it, it, grilled octopus. It's very um, Americanized. Uh, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And listen, most places, I was just in, in Ecuador uh, a couple weeks ago, and if you were to take this place I went in Ecuador, you could pop it into West Hartford. It's in downtown West Hartford. <laughs> the world mimics, I swear to God it is, the world mimics America. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's called uh, uh, Tumbaco. Uh, it's, it is basically a downtown West Hartford with all the Max Burgers and, and the Bricos and things of that nature. But you got to get out of there and find some authentic food and, and something a little off the beaten path. That's wonderful. I love your adventuresome spirit and, and the fact that you're on the road all the time. That's amazing. Will wow. you uh, stay in touch? I sure will. Thank you so much. Good to hear from you, Scott. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Now, there is a guy who knows how to be a tourist in my book. Brian is next. Hey, Brian. All right, Todd. Hey, hop, happy uh, Labor Day, buddy. Same to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. So has anybody hit on lobster, uh, any lobsters at all, Abbott's in the Rough down in Groton? Anybody hit on uh, No, we haven't gotten any specific Connecticut places for lobster, not at all. Oh. So so dive in. All right. That's one of the two I'm going to hit on. I'm going to hit all, sea, all three seafood. So that's Abbott's Lobster in the Rough in Noank, and basically they give you a boiled lobster, a potato, and a... Uh, piece of corn for whatever the market rate is but it's cool you're sitting right out there on the water and Mm -hmm. that's nice that's local yokel stuff here for tourists of why they'd come here like to get a a pizza at whatever uh sally's in new haven like you were saying earlier Mm -hmm. and then i got one down in florida so clearwater beach in clearwater a place called the bait shop that i wandered into it's next (laughs) to joe's stone crab the bait shop and i walked into there with my wife looking for some fishing tackle and lo and behold, you walk, it's on the intercoastal, you walk to the back of the place, and it's like a biker bar with, uh, like, all dollar bills pinned up, a full bar, and they've got a full menu, and they're serving the fresh catch off the boats that are docked right there. Yeah. Literally, they're filleting them, cutting the fish heads off, and throwing them to the, throwing them to the birds there, the, the pelicans that are sitting right there, and uh-huh. you're eating the mahi-mahi the guy just caught and cleaned, and they're bringing it out to you, and the bait shop is a killer spot. Oh, that must like, be amazing. Yes, it really is. It's a cool spot in Clearwater. Really cool. Um, and then if you're ever in Narragansett, the the the, the guy that uh, grows he grows um, the Matunic oysters. They're all over Narragansett and all over Rhode Island. Wicked, Todd. Yeah, that sounds great. That's it. That's that's pretty much about what I got for you. The kitten caboodle. <laughs> <laughs> and is that coaching you're getting in the background? What's that extra yeah. voice? Well. Say hi. That's B2. Say hi to Todd. Hi, Todd. Hello, B2. Here you go, B2, man. Six years old. He's ro- he's rocking with you and Anthony. With That's Anthony. Gr- little Brian, huh? That's him. This is him. All right. Does he have a favorite tourist spot? What's your favorite tourist spot? Tell him what do you like. Uh, Florida. Florida. What do you like in Florida? Which place? Hotel. Well, give him something better than that. Uh, Where'd you go? Remember Vorley's party? Uh, Where, how about the, the beach. The beach. Okay. How about... How about <laughs> Nothing the wrong with the beach. 
how about the place with uh with the, with the mouse there, the rat and all that, and you're in the big castle. That Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chuck E. Cheese. That's gourmet right there. That is great pizza, and I don't know what else. All right, thank you, Brian's. Thanks. Happy Labor Day. Nice to talk to you both. Same to you, Adam and Winstead. Hi. How are you? Thanks for uh, thanks for the great show. Great topic. Um, I wanted to bring up. Uh, Ten years ago, I was in Philadelphia, and I went to a little hot dog stand just on the side of the road. And, uh, you know, you get hot dogs everywhere, but they sold pretzels. And I, I bought one, and it was phenomenal. It, I don't know if that's a thing of Philadelphia for, for touristy food, but... Anthony, um, is that a thing? It is a thing. Philadelphia soft pretzels are a thing. Big they're, they're, yeah. they're better than any soft pretzel you've ever had, yeah. For oh, sure. yes, I, I fully agree. It was doughy. It was soft. They had, like, the coarse grain salt on there. And I don't know what's in the water, but it's delicious. Oh, it's. I think it's got something to do with the water, yeah. it's. Uh, I think the high levels of chlorine, probably, in the city <laughs> water supply. <laughs> That's why the bagels are good in New York, too. Yeah. It's a little ping to it, yeah. Yeah. Or no, it's chlorine. Yeah. All right, thank you for that, Adam. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, people don't talk about those enough. They are amazing. Like I I've crave, forgotten all I about crave them. them. Yeah, Rosalie had uh, family friends who were uh, owned a company there, but I forget which one it was. Courtney in Hebron. Hello there, Courtney. Hey, can you hear me? Okay. Yes. So uh, keep it short. I used to, uh, my favorite uh, uh, chowder. Right, clam chowder was a staple, and I used to go out to Newport, Rhode Island, and Black Pearl was was my place of choice. And then I recently came into our local Mystic, a place called the Marina, right down by the the drawbridge. Mm-hmm. They have a kick butt clam chowder that is, you know, when we say a tourist spot, I want people to come here. So come visit Connecticut because we have some really good food here on the shore. Yep. And uh, and 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 I got to give kudos to the Philly pretzel. That last statement was absolutely spot on. I'm an Eagles fan and fly Eagles fly. And, yeah. Uh, I tell you, I've, I've been to that city multiple times and they rock it for for a, a, a simple pretzel. It's really really good. Well, if it's if it's Philly, it's got to be simple. Yeah. That was just a little dig there to get Anthony because he's so proud of his hometown. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Anthony's my hero, so yeah. At least someone looks up to me. Yeah, that's pretty pretty exciting. Not a lot of people say that, Courtney, so we appreciate you doing it. I'll give him credit. You can can have that territory all to yourself. Thank you so much. And have a great weekend, Courtney. And and, uh, thank you, everybody, for taking part in a great discussion about tourist food i feel like i should throw something in but i don't even know what to say i have one oh Uh, there's another one on the coast in mystic and i feel like i said this to you when we were doing prep uh lobster especially lobster rolls in new england typically i feel like they're kind of over overplayed not that good you know just this the idea of it better than it actually is commoditized yeah a lot of places don't do anything special exactly but there's this place called ford's lobster Mm -hmm. in mystic as well like right right on the bay a little shack they grab the lobsters right out of the water and you know steam them right there and oh my gosh best lobster roll uh served warm with butter some french fries coleslaw just amazing
Oh, I'll do a Taurus one before we wrap. That is, I like going to Italy and eating anything in any restaurant. <laughs> okay. Whatever it is. <laughs> I need to do that, too. I've never, I've never done that. So that is to. a beautiful experience. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you on Tuesday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.